why veterans struggle so much getting back into civilian right? Whether or not you are a veteran, Fight by Betsy Ross is a short book series that has an emotional intense story arc to help spread awareness of those struggles veterans face coming out of the force. Check out the series and more of the fight mission at worldwideweb.fightbetsyross.com. Her latest release, Fight 4, is available now. Gentlemen, we are live. Hold on, I'm going to set this, I'm going to set this up so we look like more civilized people here. There we go. We like to have close and personal for everybody watching and listening. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. My guest, I, I'm hoping I get this right, Katie Ladubs? Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect? Whew. Yeah. 
See, I have with my name with my name being what it is. Listeners, my name being what it what it is. I'm always worried that I'm just going to find a way to screw it up, right? Just because like <laughs> like I can get my name, but I I should be able to get everybody else's, right? So, welcome to the show and thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. Yeah. So, yeah, so okay. So for people are wondering, she is Katie is from San Diego, and uh, much like I, I we met we met through a mutual friend of ours. Uh, you know, they, Nastasia, Nastasia, who's a musician in her own right. So I guess I'm going to start here because we, I don't know you very well yet. Um, so how long have you been doing music? How long have you been doing the musical thing? Um, I've been doing music. Uh, I've been making music and like drop putting it out uh, myself for probably about like four years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So, all right. So you, you mentioned off the air. Let's talk about you. You're a hip hop artist. So, how, like, like, was it someone you were listening to that made you go, yeah, I want to do this? Or did you always, were you always, I always find with people that usually do music, they almost always, they almost always are singing or have a song in their head. Like, all the time, all the time. Is that, was that the case that way with you? Yeah, no, that, I, that happens a lot. Like, yeah. really, like, when I'm driving, I'm typically, like, either practicing if I have a show coming up and, like, practicing a song or I'm like writing a song in the car. So I will have that in my head usually like all day. Okay. So yeah, so it, it's just been a normal part of your deal for a while then. Yeah. For as long as you can remember or do you, or more so when you started doing music? Um, It's definitely like more so now, I guess like it, it used to be to like whatever I was like listening to at the time, but definitely now that I like am always like writing something and always working on something. Yeah. So is it just you up there with like a, with a DJ or, or are you just doing everything or do you have a band? It's like, like, like what are, so I like under my, like my name, Katie LaDubs, like I have my own music that I do. And then I'm also in a group called Sandy Apple All-Stars and that's me and two other guys and uh, we're like alternative hip hop group. So I do shows with them sometimes. Those are probably more fun, honestly, um, to have like the whole like group energy going on. And then I also am in another group called Chambers. We do like a kind of like emo rock like type music. Emo rock. Yeah. Emo, okay. So, so, okay, let's, let's see. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take some stab. I'm, I'm going to take some stabs in the dark. And if I am completely off base, call, call me on it. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that when you started, all right. When I, when I think like alternative rap, like a like, like term of rap band, I, I, I always think of kind of like Lincoln Park kind of deal. And that's from your neck of the woods anyway. And, and what? Link, Lincoln Park. Because like, they're oh, kind of uh, new. No, it's honestly like uh, okay. so one of the guys that's in the group, he produces everything. And so it's he's got like this like old school hip hop, like okay. kind of like like he'll take he'll take like some kind of like samples sometimes from like rock songs and like make those okay. into it. So it's like it's kind of like a retro, like alternative, like old school in some ways. So you guys are almost like an old school rock band then in some ways. I'm not saying it's quite the same thing, but it's like yeah. you take you're taking like a, you're taking like we'll take a we'll, we'll say something really old like uh we'll say Genesis. I'm not saying it's Genesis, but let's just say yeah. for the sake of our for the sake of argument, right? And 
what you're doing, what you're doing is you'll take that, you'll take the beat of one of their songs. We'll say Land of Confusion because that one's been done to death, right? You'll take Land of Confusion. You'll go, okay, how can we make this ours? Or how can we use their um, track to create something new? Is that, am I, am I on something? Yeah, so some of it is definitely like that. Um, we actually have a, we have a song with uh, Natalie Dime. The, yes. The, yeah. Natalie Dime. It's, Shit, I wish I, I'm gonna look it up right now because <laughs> the name of it, but I know it was like a remake off of this is on our most recent album called uh Field Guide to Modern Trauma, and it's oh, People Are Strange, it's like a remake of that, okay. And that one was really fun. That was probably, I think, that was the first one that we did for that album, yeah. Okay, that that's really cool, yeah, yeah, it's really cool, and uh. So, and, and Natalie Dime, by the way, is our mutual friend. I, I, I yeah, literally yeah. panic. Right? That is our <laughs> mutual friend. I, I, I met Natalie when I was in San Diego not too long ago. So she's, she's really sweet. Yeah, she's, she's really, awesome. Really, really sweet. I, I love her. She has, like, amazing energy. She's great to work with, like, musically, too. She's awesome. I, I, I always feel like she kind of undersells herself a little bit about how good she actually is. But uh, that's just me. But I also realize like, where she's at in her life right now. She's she's happy doing her thing, and I'm and that's cool too. And yeah, that's the best. So I'm gonna ask this: Do you have a day job, or have you been able to like to go full in on on music? Oh my god, day? yeah, I work so much at my day job. It's insane. It's like hard to find time for music, honestly. But um, yeah, I definitely don't make money making music yet. Yet. But um, I think I'll, I'll think I'll be able to get there. I think it's gonna take another like, probably like another three four years if I'm being realistic. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know about realistic. I I'm a little too old to know what real is. I I, <laughs> I, I, I in my old age I don't I don't genuinely know what real is. I think I just actually just came off into being interviewed on another show. One of the things I talked about was like the importance of of um, the belief in yourself, like figuring out like, the hardest thing as a writer, because I write, I write books. So that's what I do. Primarily when I'm not on here, sometimes I draw and sometimes I'm actually good. Some, sometimes only sometimes, but the thing, but the thing of it is right. When I was, when I was doing the uh, books, um, it took me a long time. Like, like when you start creating art, the first, first step is figuring out how to write us like it, like make, a write a story or maybe in your case like write a song how does that actually work and you get and you kind of get good at them and, and 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 you play with the concepts of the songs and you're like this is really cool but i find when art really becomes something in a real 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 place is when you're able to put more of yourself into it right it's Absolutely. one thing it's one thing to write about a song write about a song it's another thing altogether when it's like okay what do I actually give a shit about today? Because that is going to be the thing that's going to resonate most with the music I'm making. Right. Does that make sense? No, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. It's definitely, um, my music has evolved like a lot, like over, um, like I, I've been, this has been something that I've been like doing, like writing songs and stuff for longer than four years, but that's, I've only been putting stuff out for like three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, and that's because of like the place I'm at in my life now. And so like, I have like the album that I won, like the music award for that was like 
a breakup album. And so like I was going through like a lot of heartache in that. And so like that was what was relevant in my life. And that's what I was writing about. And like now like my stuff that I'm working on now is like totally different because I'm in a totally different like place, you know? Yeah, like you're healed from the breakup. Well, ish anyway, right? And now you're like, okay, now what's going on in my life today, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like the stuff like from before I was like even in a studio recording stuff and I was just writing songs like my life back then was like way different. Like I was in like a lot darker times than I am now in my life. And so that stuff was like a lot different because it was my whole environment and um, how I was living is like drastically different. And so I do think it's like really important to stay in tune with like when I am making a song with like what's actually going on with me right now. That way it's like, you know, real and genuine. No, you need that. You need that. Especially in today's world, like authenticity is such an important thing. That doesn't mean you can't be silly. Like that doesn't mean you can't be silly. I'm writing, I'm writing a novel. I literally have a karaoke bar room brawl in one, in one chapter and a dinosaur prison break in the next chapter. I like that. Right. Cool. You can be Yeah. Right. It sounds cool. These are cool ideas, but they wouldn't mean anything. They wouldn't mean anything unless there was like a core or something in there. I genuine that's genuinely me. Yeah. Right. Because, because it, it wouldn't matter. Like, and that's something that I think like you can write a really amazing, like everybody knows, like reason why a lot of music songs are really about relationships, right? Whether, my significant other is the greatest thing ever, or my significant other is the biggest piece of shit ever, or my ex at that point, right? The reason why that is the case is because we feel really connected to those people. Oh yeah. Right. And people can all people can always, always connect to that, right? Alice Cooper said this said this when he was uh I, I he was he was up here for a comic book convention because he did comics. It's like most songs are about one or two things. If it's a guy, it's either it's usually about he's either his girl is the greatest thing ever in his life, or his ex girlfriend was the biggest piece of shit in his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And there's a reason. And the reason is because people know what those feeling those what those things feel like, right? When you're with the right person, man, it feels like you're 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 you you can do anything. And when you when it's not that, it, it can be a horrible thing. And there's no middle ground at all. Yeah, no, I, I feel that, like, a lot of my stuff um, that I've been, like, coming out with now is, like, total, like, love songs, because, you know, the girl I'm with now, it's, like, everything's perfect, and so uh, it's yeah. just a really, di- like, black and white contrast from my, my album that I had put out before that I won the award for. Yeah, so, so you were, like, you were, well... I'm sorry about your heart was broken. I'm I'm happy for the award. I'm sorry for the for the the process hey, to get I, there. We all, right? we all go through it. You know, it's part of life. Like, what's oh, oh yeah. No, no, totally true. But like, like, look, I am grateful for the the things that go hard for me. Sometimes I really truly am. Right. That doesn't mean I'd wish that on somebody else. You know what I mean? You know oh, what I mean? I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it, it, it's not. It's not that I. It's not that I. Uh, look, we all know this. Like, like our the thing when it, when life life is hard for a bunch of for for a bunch of reasons, but 
when good things do happen, you appreciate them that much more when they do come your way, when you go to have some, some experience of hard times, but also, but at the same time, like, honestly, some, sometimes have you ever had like, like something happen in your life? You kind of go like, okay, I needed this lesson. Did it have to be this way? You know what I mean? Like, did it absolutely have to be this way? Right. Sometimes. Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure there are reasons. Right. But sometimes you ask that question, right? Because you just going through that process, right? Going through that time, going through that um, effort, right? Sometimes you, you got to look back. And sometimes I, I think it's just part of the human condition. Sometimes you look back at what you went through and you're like, okay, I needed this. But sometimes you're like, okay, I needed this. But did I really have to get my ass kicked that badly right there and then? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel that. I, I do think, though, like, I'm at a place now where I I appreciate everything that I've, that I've gone through and, like, mm-hmm. I, because of how much it's transformed me to, like, where I'm at today. Because, like, I've, I've been through some shit. Like, I, I have, like, three and a half years clean off heroin, like, today. And so... Oh, wow. Like, I've been homeless numerous how- times and, like... I've been through a lot of stuff with that, but I'm at a place now where I think like I'm grateful for that is that all all of that is done now, and like I learned what I think I needed to learn from it all, you know. So first off, happy anniversary! I'm just gonna say that right now. Happy congratulations on surviving that. Like heroin, I I I I have buddies who do like who do drugs. I think it's very it's it, it it's something that it it's part of life. Like some people do what they're gonna do. That one I that one I've heard. That one I've heard is a bitch to get off of. So kudos to you for getting through that. Because I, I I've heard I've heard that one's even tougher than coke. So yeah, I mean I think uh, anything like that is a vice like that takes over your life like that is um is really hard to to kick and like change the direction of and um. I don't, I don't really know like what it necessarily takes. Cause I think like everybody has like their own like turning point of where they end up changing or not. And some people don't oh, get yeah, it. Please. And I feel, I feel really lucky that like I did get that chance. And like, I kind of just went like all in on making music and that like became my main focus and like pushed every, everything else like out of the picture for me. And I was like, this is what I'm going to devote, like, my time and my passion to. And I, I'm not going to let this get in the way of it anymore. So can I ask you, okay, again, I, don't, I we've talked for 15 whole minutes. So I can't really say yeah. I know you very well. So if I ask, if this, so if this gets too personal, just let me know and I'll back off. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to, like, you know. No, we're, we're good, my, yeah. My, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, that's why I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm throwing this caveat up front. That way it's like, you need to bail, if you want to bail on it on the topic, we can. But my, I guess what I'm going to ask this, like, I feel like if you go through, go down that low, I, I can't speak. I've never had a drug addiction, but I, I've been, I've been nearly homeless myself. I've starved, right? So I know a little bit what that feels like. And, and I know for me, the hardest thing for me about the whole process right is in my particular case it was like i'm supposed to be smarter than this and better than this why am i here how did i get here 
And there's a real temptation when you're in those really dark places to keep beating yourself up to stay there. Right. How did you break that habit? Um, I mean, it's, I I mean, sorry, it's hard, it's hard for me to like pinpoint really like when I look back at it, because like I've been to, I've been to rehab, I think like three or four times and I've been to probably like five or six detoxes and like, and I think I like, I I've never gone into detox or like into rehab and like thinking like, Oh, this is it. I'm quitting. Like, it was always just like, Oh, I have to do this right now. And then I'll figure it out. And like, it was always something that I like wanted to do. And like, I felt more comfortable. It was like unbearable, like to live sober for myself back then. And so it was like always easier, like having some type of something to like numb it out, whether it was like pills or alcohol or heroin. And then like the last time that I went into detox, like I, I was trying to leave and like they, I was trying to leave with another, another kid that was there. And then um, we ended up like not leaving. And like, I still, I still wanted to leave. And then the next day, like this girl came in with uh, that worked there and she brought her guitar in and she said, Hey, me and you are going to write a song today. She's like, help me with this song that I'm working on. And like, we sat there and we like wrote a song together. And then like something clicked in me that day where I was like, okay, like I got to stop fucking around. Like, this is what I want to do. And like, this is what I've been wanting to do, but I haven't been able to get out of my own way to do it because I keep yeah. like putting everything else first to get high. And like that right there, like something shifted in me that day where I was like, I was like, this is it. I'm putting music first and that's it. And like, Okay. Wow. I could go a couple different ways. I'm going to ask this. This is a fun little yeah. question, which is, do you still got the song that you wrote that day? Do you still um, remember it? I think, I think I have somewhere on my phone, like she sent me like a, a recording of her. Cause it was like, it was like her song. I helped her write it, but it was like, she was yeah, doing yeah. it. And like, um, I probably, I probably have it somewhere like, but I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked at that in a long time. I definitely like, I hung out with her a few times and like worked on some music, like after I was like out of rehab and stuff, but um, I haven't talked to her in a while, but yeah, it was like a very significant like moment for me, like where a lot of stuff just clicked and changed. Actually you're living, you were legitimately living proof that music changes the world. Yeah. You're legitimately living proof of that because here you are, right? I mean, if you had stayed on the course you are, chances are we wouldn't be having this conversation. So I'm grateful to the music. I'm gonna ask one last thing about that song and then we'll move on and that's this. What kind of song was it? Um, like, I think it was, it? I feel like it was like, a, it was like a heartbreak song. Like she was like going through some like, some drama with her boyfriend. And so she had already like started it a little bit. And then like, I like, mm-hmm helped uh finish it for her okay no that's fair i, I was just i was just cu- i'm i'm curious what it was like like so i mean of all things a heartbreak song saved your life that's 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 neat yeah that's actually really, <laughs> yeah. That's actually really neat okay so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask this and we'll we'll, we'll talk about more about the present day right so yeah. um and that's this so up until we'll just say until you wrote that song 
were you kind of like looking for a purpose or did you kind of already know you wanted to do this? I think, um, I think like I really, what like drove me into drugs, like at a younger age is like, I felt like I had no purpose. And then um, it was when I was like 25, I went to rehab for the first time. And that's where I met um, my best friend, rest in peace, he passed away a little over two years ago. Um, he went by Black Hesher, his name is Van Bates. I met him in, in rehab and like, I I didn't really talk to him very much in rehab, honestly. Like we were both there like overlapping, but like we didn't really talk much. And, um, but they had this uh, like group there called, it was called Rock to Recovery. And we like made a song in it every week. And like the last week that I was there, I was like, okay, me, and I wrote like a song and like, I wrote like this rap and like rapped it. I have no idea what it was about or like anything like that. But everybody was like, damn, holy shit. That's, that's like really, that was really good. I can't believe you just wrote that. And like, and then um, I left and I didn't really think much of it, but then he left rehab and he like found me on Facebook and he hit me up and he was like, Hey, like, um, I heard about this, like, I'm going to teach you how to like format and write a song and you're going to write a song for me. And he sent me a beat and like taught me like how many like bars in a verse and like how many bars in the hook. And I wrote a song for him and like, and he recorded it and like, he ended up like putting it out. And like, um, back when he was going under King Shem and, uh, and like, that was like, really saved my life then even though I was still like using drugs I still like had something that was like some type of purpose I like knew this is what I wanted to do and like it helped me from going like even like more dark than where I was at I guess and like uh, I remember yeah I remember a few times, like, throughout, like, the years after that where, um, you know, things got pretty dark for me. And then I would, I was constantly in contact with him, even though we were living in se- separate, like, areas. And uh, he would just be like, hey, like, write me a, I need you to write me a song. And he would send me something and tell me, like, the vibe that it was for. And then, like, I, w- I would sit there and, and write that song and, like, send it to him and, like, like that right there, like gave me some type of purpose and some type of hope of like, this is something that I can do when I finally do get myself out of the situation I'm in. So, okay. So it sounds, it sounds to me, it sounds to me like, I, I, like you're one of the, once upon a time, you were one of those kids that just didn't know what you want, what they wanted to do with themselves. Right. Absolutely. You just, that was just what you, right. And then, because you did so you were trying to figure out how to get through one day at a time and what music actually gave you was it gave you a a way to look forward to tomorrow absolutely yeah it did like i never had it was always like this is just like how i have to like bear being alive and like um and then like everything was just like a means of like how can i keep myself living the way that i'm living like and survive and like uh and then music, it was something like, okay, like, this is what I like. This is the direction now. Like, it changed my whole direction of where I was headed. And, like, I actually saw, like, things that I wanted for myself in the future. Uh, and and now, I guess, so that's, that's the big question then. 
what do you want? What do I want? I mean, uh, I, I think I, I think I want to take it. Honestly, I want to take this as far as, as far as I can go with it. I think I have a lot of potential and like, I think just how far I've come in the few years that I've been putting stuff out. I, I know I have, I can like make it to the point where I'm making money and successfully like doing this as for a living. And that's really what I want. I don't necessarily want like, I don't want to be Drake famous. Like, I don't necessarily think that I would be happy like that. But I, I, I got news for you. Drake's not happy. He's Drake famous. I'm yeah, telling you that exactly. right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's a weird, like, I, I try to like not think about it too much because I think at a certain point, like you don't really uh, get to choose. No, you don't. Like you either, you either like you get where you get. And like, that's, that's what you know? Well, well, okay. So this is, this is the thing. Like you can't control, you can't control the degree of success you get. Okay. You come up like, okay, obviously you are an award-winning artist. So you have talent. There's no question about that, but okay. Who's listening to your work that, that, that like, that's like strictly speaking, that's to some degree you, 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 so this is the, this is the catch 22, right? You have to put yourself out there. You have to talk to obnoxious people like myself for a podcast. Yeah. And you got you got to, you got to, you got to do, you got to do some other, you have to do, you have to get every, you're doing everything you can to get yourself out there. Cause you're hungry. You want to prove that you are, by the way, and by the way, folks, I was late and she was gracious about that twice over. So I owe Katie a drink of water of some of water or some carbonated beverage or something next time I'm back in San Diego. But um, all of which to say, um, you have to put yourself in a position where you're like, here I am world, right? Here I am. So what happens is, okay, you're going to come up with this like kick-ass song. It's going to go out there. It's going to hit, it's going to find its way on the radio. It's going to find its way on streams. It's going to find its way wherever it hits. And then suddenly one day you wake up and you hear your, your song everywhere. And it'll be the most surreal thing ever because you're like, I remember when I sang that song, I was singing it here. And now everybody wants to find you. Right. And, and there's a, there's a comic book I read, right. There's a comic book I read about it. Uh, it's a science fiction comic book about a famous journalist. And that's why, you know, it's a science fiction comic because it's about a famous journalist. And anyway, he's in the bathroom trying to mind his own business. And someone's just trying to cut through it with a blow, blow torch to get at him. It's like, he goes, can I not even take a shit in peace anymore? Right. Because it's the little things sometimes you lose. There's a trade off. And because you are a musician, you got to get yourself known. But this is why, like, this is why, like, Eminem or Drake or Dr. Dre or Nicki Minaj or any of those people, right? Any of those people. They don't go out in public regularly anymore. Not because they don't want to. They can't. Yeah. yeah. It's a bizarre form of how it's like, that's the thing. It's like, they don't have the luxury anymore. They've traded that in, right, to do what they do. And that's fine. Like, and, and you, in, in, in fame and that, this thing, like everybody wants to make a living doing this. Nobody wants to be famous, but sometimes, yeah. but sometimes, but sometimes to get to one, you get the other. Like, like that is it. Now the good thing about fame, the one good thing about fame, if you do get it, it will make you more money. 
right? That, that that's the thing. Like if you use it correctly, it'll you can leverage it to make yourself more money. But that is the only good thing about pain. In every other way, yeah. it's a curse. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me to you, this is my wish. You become the ultimate mid mid tier list mid tier yes, list mid tier like like yeah not a lot Good of enough. with the fans that I have like buy my merch and like no no buy no, my no I, I I I'm wishing no no I'm wishing you a lot of fans but here's what I'm wishing also for you not so many fans that you can't go in a car and drive somewhere and not have peace and quiet that's what I wish for you yeah. Is that, is that, is that good? Yeah, now, whatever that number, yeah, yeah, right? That's it. That's what I wish for you. I don't wish for you because that like, like, but if you do happen to get the other thing, if you like, if you did, if you do get the curse of fame, just remember two things. Okay. You're going to make stupid piles of money. And if you make enough stupid piles and none of you can buy one of these absurd, you can buy absurd shit like islands and stuff. Oh, I don't want that, man. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you want it. Like this, this is the thing is, if you, if that somehow goes that way, right? Just embrace the absurdity of that. If you have to, embrace it. Embrace the absurdity of it. If nothing else, like figure out how to have fun with it. You know what I mean? That, that's it. Yeah. So, I wishing you. Uh, I'm legitimately wishing you the ultimate mid tier. You have fans. You have people that love you. And you're and you're making a living, and you're kicking all kinds of ass. Your songs touch people. Well, that is what I wish for you, genuinely. So uh, I hope you get that. If you do get, but if you do happen to get cursed because you're just too good at what you do, just remember, enjoy. If you find the absurdity of it, and find a way to enjoy it, find a way to laugh, if nothing else. And that's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So always, so were you always a rap fan or just, was it, was it just you um, fell into it? Yeah. I grew, I grew up listening to, to a lot of hip hop. Definitely. Like I grew up like on Tupac and Eminem. So I, 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 I like Eminem. I, I'm okay with Tupac, but I, I am an Eminem fan. Yeah. I like Yeah. I, I just like he, from a lyrical standpoint, purely lyrics. Like he's got so many levels. It's just absurd what he can do with 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 his bars. Yeah, he does. He does have a lot. I'm gonna be honest. Like when that whole um, like MGK and Eminem thing happened, I was like, I I honestly love MGK too. Like I I love uh, machine machine. Stuff. I I, yeah. I I I laughed at I laughed at Rap Devil. I laughed at Rap Devil. I thought I I, I thought that was good. I. First, when I heard Eminem's response, I did. I was like, "It's all right," and I listened to it more and more. It's just like, no, there's a reason why people are really hearing this is because it, it was undeniably savage, like just right. But yeah. MGK now is a um, what is he now? He's just like the pop punk now. I I love his pop punk. Like that. That's like what I mostly listen to is pop punk. Like I don't really listen to nowadays like a lot, a whole lot of hip hop. Like I try not to because I don't like uh, when I do like if if I'm listening to hip hop a lot, I feel like I get overly influenced by who I'm listening to when I'm making my music. And so I don't like to listen to a lot of hip hop. I like to listen to like not what I'm making. 
I, 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 of everybody I like right now, it's Bad Bunny. That's the only way, like, that's that, I, I'm enjoying I honestly couldn't name a Bad Bunny song if you put a gun to my head. I have, yeah, I really that's don't. Okay. That, 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 that's okay. Listen, I am not cool. I'm, I, I, I sound cooler <laughs> yeah. than I actually am, right? Honestly, I, I have a confession. I've, I've said this before. In the last year or so, I've actually become a Taylor Swift fan. I never thought I would, but it happened. I'm not sure if I'm if I'm saying this to like saying is this is a great thing or if I'm trying to cope. I haven't decided yet. But it was like like it's just you you like what you like, right? And that, that's yeah, all that, like that's it. all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like. I mean, I when I to hold on to like the public's opinion about any anybody's type of music like if i listen and if it comes on my radar and i listen to it and i like it then like cool i like justin bieber like i like a lot of justin bieber songs you know like yeah it's okay i i I, listen you will i i still like barbie girl by aqua i still like that song even though it's a terrible (laughs) song for all the wrong reasons i told you i'm not cool like like we're both i I think we're relatively the same age, like give or take, right? Give or take. So uh, I'm 41, going on 12. That, that's that's where I'm at. So I'm, I'm not sure. I think you're okay. I'm 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, I, I had you 30s. I had you 30s, right? So yeah. Like she could be right. So so we 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 grew up with most of the same stuff, right? Like you're at that point now. The stuff that was really 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 big to you is no longer quite as in. And me, I'm 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 like where my parents were at with the '60s music. '60s music was still great, or some like there's <laughs> yeah. some great '60s music, right? Yeah. But I I am I, I I'm how do I put this? What happens is as you create art, you realize like you learn to respect all of it because you realize the work it takes to actually put something together. Oh yeah, no definitely. Yeah, so. Um, okay, so how many albums have you done? Uh, so I have, I have three like full albums out, and then most recently I dropped an EP that had five songs, and then um, I'm debating on like I have enough right now to drop another EP, but I think I'm probably gonna wait like another couple months and like make it into another like full album. So you can do a full album. You're going to go on tour and you're going to kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So you say you got it. So do you mind if I ask what your day job is? I work at a restaurant and I, I do serving there. And then I also like work events uh, with them. And uh, so I do work like farmer's markets. And then like, it was cool. I got to go to like Coachella. We worked there. I went the first weekend of Coachella. And so, like, I get to do a lot of fun stuff there, but I do uh, work a lot, and it's kind of, like, labor-intensive when I do events. No, no. I, so I, I work events, too, but I, I work for an NHL hockey team up here. Oh, okay. So their season so – so, so I also do all their concerts and stuff there. Like, I actually get to work uh, – so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this slash sad about this is that – I'm working the Iron Maiden concert. Like I love Maiden's music. So I get to hear a little bit of that actually from where is that's a cool thing. But most people don't realize like when you work events, you don't get to enjoy them. You're you're working them. And it's oh, it's a different yeah. thing. 
right? So, so, so I, but there are opportunities sometimes in there that you don't always expect. Like, okay, so you work farmers markets and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I, like I mostly will, I work, the place I work at is called Flavors of East Africa. So it's like an African restaurant. So I play, I'll play music at the farmer's markets. I'm mostly playing African music, but I play my stuff there too. And so like, I give out my stickers all the time there. And like, I meet people there all the time that can be like, Hey, you need to talk to this person to set up, to do a show. And so like, it is like a really useful, like networking like place for me. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Like restaurants and farmers markets too, because also, I mean, you can get tables there to sell your sell your music. Yeah. Right. Right. So you got an in, like a lot of people don't, because you're right there. It's like, hey, so how do I get a cool table like this so I can be one of these cool people and not always work in the events? Yeah. No, yeah. it's good because it's like you're definitely like interacting with like a lot of people on a daily basis. But like, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like you got to be like o- very open, like to. And it helps working a restaurant job to be like very like open to and easy to talk to people. So like I was at like the um, I was at the car wash the other day, and uh, this guy like started talking to me about my tattoos, and um, and then like we're just shooting the shit, and I give him my sticker and tell him I like make music while he's about to leave, and like he it ends up he's like a, a security guard for like all these like big artists when they come to San Diego. And so it's like you never know who you're gonna meet and like how that might play like a part in your story. Uh, so I was at I, I went to San Diego Comic Con. Like I was in San Diego for the yeah. Comic Con. I was there as a I I I was there as a professional for the first time ever, which is really cool. But I would take the bus. So I got to I got to. Uh, so you guys have a good transit system, which in the United States is a genuinely rare thing. But you actually guys have a really good transit system. So one of the bus drivers I ended up talking to used to be a double in LA, like a like a double for like a, a stand-in for actors and stuff like that. And he would do like his most famous movie he worked on was Ed Wood, like way back in the day. So I would get these stories about Johnny Depp. Uh, all right, it just it was just like this is I mean, yeah, because you're you're like California is a place where a lot of people go to try to achieve their dreams, whatever wherever they're at now. Personal note, I prefer San Diego to L.A. for a lot of reasons. I understand why people go to L.A., but I right, it, I prefer San Diego because, honestly, it's really, really nice there. I really, really like if I could live if, if I could live somewhere in the States, that would probably be it because I really, really enjoyed the city that much. But yeah. uh, but um, but again, you're close enough to L.A. where, where people will go go to San Diego and you, you you meet people and one thing will lead to another like you never know like like um i i mean one of the things about like what you do is you get like you want to have a concert with your name as the headliner at some point i mean you gotta worry about that fame thing sometimes so i mean it, but ignoring that like is there like an arena you've always dreamed to play at um i don't like I think like what I think about a lot is like ever since um, ever since I, w- I worked at Coachella this year, like I was lucky enough where I could take a break and I went and saw Umi and like mm-hmm. she she was like talking about how she was like I had she's like I used to have this on, on my vision board like this 
it was her first time performing at Coachella and she's like, I used to have this on my vision board and like, she's really blowing up like the last few years. And, um, and so like now I really, I kind of use that as like something that I try to envision. And like, I take like time throughout the day, like to just like stop and like visualize myself like on stage at Coachella and like performing. And uh, so that's like something I'm shooting for to try to like uh, get a direction on like where I want to be headed. Cause I think like intention is like really important and like knowing where you want to go. It's intention and teaching yourself how to be ready. That's actually the hardest part of this whole game. I, I'll let you in on I'll let you in on a secret. It's not always about even being good. It's not always about people you know. It's recognizing the opportunities when they come your way, right? I I, I speak of this as okay. You're up. I I speak of this. I I just told a story on a interview I did. I accidentally got traditionally published the first time. It wasn't because of anything I planned. I did things and things happened, right? As a res- as a response to what I was doing and doors opened so what you like like the only thing i would just say to someone like you is who's about i get the feeling your best days are still ahead of you like i I really do feel that way um but i think the biggest lesson the biggest thing i would in your position knowing what i know now is there are opportunities always like you know this about networks and connections right but the, but the other lesson is always be ready because you never know when your number is going to come and it may come in the most unexpected of all places. So the, the, the job, I think the real job you have is you're doing it. You're practicing, you're writing music. You're still writing music. You know, you may not have a ton of time right this minute, right? We're going into the winter time. So you're going to be a little less busy. I, maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe San Diego's just busy all year round. But I get the feeling you have busy seasons and not so busy seasons, and might come. I hope we come to a less busy season, and at that point you're like, okay, I'm ready. You write, write your music, and maybe somewhere out of the blue you meet somebody at the right place, or maybe you're just there in the moment, and they're just looking for someone to step up, and you might that might be your opportunity right there and then. And if you're ready, you'll knock it out of the park, right? That's 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 the the thing, like, just, like, always be ready to rock and or roll. And because that moment will come, and when you're not, and if you're ready for it, suddenly you're in another stratosphere. Like, something um, you said earlier, how you made three to four years, but to get to where you think you're going to go, it might be faster. Like, it legitimately yeah. might be quicker, right? You don't know when that moment's going to come. Yeah, it could be know. three or four years. Right. So, but it might be tomorrow, right? Are you ready for tomorrow? And if you're not right, how do you get ready for tomorrow? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I think like, I think something like really important with, uh, with anybody that actually like makes it with music or, or anything, anything like art related is like to not, have not have a backup plan 
And so like, you have to believe in it every day. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's something that like, I, I've definitely struggled with it before. And like, even probably like recently, um, where I'm kind of like, what, like, what if, what if this doesn't work out? And like, that's a scary place to be in because I know it's like something you that like I need to like always feel believe and know like that this is like what I'm supposed to be doing and like I will make it with this and I don't need to like go back to school to try to like finish my degree like I just need to keep focus on this because like this is this is what's meant for me okay I mean, can, can I, I offer you a different, a slightly different perspective? I get where you're yeah, you coming can. from. You can. Let me offer. No, no, I, I, I'm not going to discourage you from this. This, this, this is, this isn't what I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to, I'm going to offer a slightly more, a slightly different take on it. Yeah. Right. Right. So the, 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 the thing is like you like you're you're right this is where this is what the thing that people a lot of people will listen to this and go well you should have a backup plan i'm not going to say that what i will tell people is there is for everybody this is a little different like you know like you know based on where you've been that sometimes that that little edge of i wouldn't say desperation exactly right but that edge of always being a little on the edge makes you sharper for the for at what you do and i think you, you there's a little part of you and i speak for this from my own experience there's a little part of you that doesn't forget that edge and doesn't want to lose it does that am i am i am i am i, am I right about that i uh i definitely um i i i do i do agree with that and like i think sometimes it's like even harder for me to like create when I don't have any type of struggle going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the hard, that's the hardest, that's the hardest part. Right. So let's flip, let's flip something you said around. Okay. Doubt is perfectly natural. I, I would dare say healthy a little bit. I'm not saying let it crush you, but along the lines of, okay, not all of our, like, personal note not all, my, my shit doesn't my shit stinks right and so does yours yeah. right like we're not perfect at what we do that doubt that doubt can be used in a way to be like okay not to be hypercritical about every little inch but you can look at yourself and go but you, but take a look back and reflect what's my doubt really about like that self-reflection of okay i'm scared that's normal i have questions that's normal what am I questioning, right? Because going what you're saying about that belief in yourself, that you do need that, but also a little bit of enough self-critical thinking that you're you're always questioning about what you're doing and how it works. You know what I mean? Like it's carried yeah. you to this point, but once you get, but as you know, there are levels to this. And as you keep breaking new levels to this, you have to change. So like, it's that knowing when something like, okay, this show is changing, right? Like I, I'm changing this show to be a, a travel show. So oh, I'm hoping you'll come back on again. If you do come back on again, it'll be in person. 
and I'll take terrible jokes in front of you. Yeah, right. I'll make terrible jokes in front of you. You'll laugh, I'll laugh, or at least I'll laugh, and you'll just like give me like a golf clap or like a, a right, right. So all of which, all of which to say, right, is that I have to evolve the show to go to the next level. And I know yeah. that. Now, is is what I'm doing going to work? I don't know. Like I legitimately don't know. And there's a little part of me, healthy part of me going, well, you've done this for this long why change it but you need to change right at some point like there, there's that and that's where like your doubt can help you eval- sometimes evaluate your choices does that yeah. like, that's the thing like let, let, letting it and using it that way is actually very healthy now shouldn't just be you have a sounding board maybe your girlfriend maybe maybe natalie dime maybe like whoever, whoever you trust. Right. But you get what I'm, but you get what I'm saying. Like, like sometimes I, I, I don't think, I don't think doubt's a terrible thing. I think sometimes I think doubt's a healthy thing. It's only when it makes you stop like completely. That's when you need to put a little check on your doubt. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think, um, any, I think you're right. Like any, anytime I have doubt or, or even like anxiety in my life, I think it's a signal for like, of that I need to take a look at everything and like, what do I need to change and like, what do I need to like adjust? Or, or do you need to change? But just the fact that you're looking, like it's okay to look. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to change right then, right? It just—it's good to look sometimes. Now to the other, now to the other part of that, which we were talking about, like it's hard when you're not not struggling, right? Yeah. And but that, but that in itself is a—that's the struggle, right? The biggest thing about this, I have, by the way, I have twelve rules to success, twelve of them. I saw this is all I've learned over the years. These are 12 things I think for sure work. So the eighth rule, my my eighth rule is stay uncomfortable. Right. And the reason why that's the eighth rule is um, you can't, you can't get too complacent with what you're doing. But sometimes this is, this is again, this is again, this is one of those nuanced things. You got to figure out what this is. Sometimes because we're so used to having, like, it sounds to me that up until very recently, you've had an incredible amount of struggles in your life. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you don't have struggles now, but they're different struggles. They're more. Yeah, they're absolutely different. Yeah, yeah. So there might be just a part of you going like, okay. Like what's so what's so hard about this, right? Like what you're doing right now, but the hard part is for you is is keeping your focus on what's important to you. We all get distracted. Like like I've I've had day jobs. I I have again. I work a side gig still right now. I have a side yeah. gig to to right. It it has become a side gig. All right. I don't need a full time job anymore, but I do need. Some I need I need stable income every once in a while, right? And that's which is what you're doing, right? You're doing the same thing. Like you're you need a stable income while you're while you're building yourself up, and right. But that's a much different struggle. Now you're 
Now you're struggling about being tired all the time. You're struggling about your your like your anxiety of, oh my God, it's it's working out and I'm not entirely sure what this feels like. And I'm not tired, maybe not, dare I say, not comfortable, fully comfortable that things can be this good. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I think um yeah, I think there's there's always gonna be uh like struggles like no matter where it is, I think it's oh. always just gonna be a little different. Um and uh yeah. yeah, I think that that it's a it's definitely like a fear, but it's also like when I break it down, it's like there's always gonna be some some internal struggle of some sort, like Absolutely. There's always going to be something to create on, you know? Yes. And as someone, again, depending on the kind of, we haven't really talked about the kind of music you like to write about yet. We know, we, don't, we know you do kick-ass breakup songs because you got an award for that. <laughs> right? Right, right, right. But, but, um, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, like, like the art job is, it's not, a, it, it's about, managing those emotions like it's easy to, when you're pissed off about something oh it's so easy to write about it oh my god like it's so easy oh yeah right so 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 easy now sometimes depending on depending on the kind of writer you are it's easy to write about shit that makes you laugh too harder to make a it's it's harder in some ways but it's easy to make something make you laugh yeah super hard to write about joy like, like super, super hard to write about joy because here's the thing. Joy, there's those, you know, it's like when you get that one moment of genuine happiness and it feels great, but they don't use, it doesn't usually last very long, right? Because, and there's a lot that can fuck it up. So there's genuine happiness and a Hallmark movie, right? Right. Right? And you don't, and you, and I, this is the impression I got. You don't want to be no goddamn Hallmark movie. You want to be, you want to be like, you want to be authentically you. But joy is my, like, if things are good, it's really hard to, it's really hard to put down. I, I think joy is the hardest thing to write. This is just my personal opinion. Joy is the hardest thing in the world to write because it's such a fine line between. I am so genuinely happy. It almost moves you to tears. And oh my God, they're so cheesy. Turn the fucking channel. Get me something else. Like, you know, you like, you know, it's such a, it's such a difficult line. Right. And you can cross it. You can cross it with that. Now, Hallmark has embraced the cheese. They have embraced it completely. Like we are going to be this cheesy flavor of this. And we're just yeah. going to give it to you nonstop. And that's good for some people. But for other people, you're like, okay, I, I want a little bit of tension and gravity and none of this formulaic. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And by the way, I'm not judging. Right? It's but in your case, I think I think for you is what it sounds like is when things are great, when things are great, it's hard for you because you want to be authentic. And you under and and you're i think at this point in your life and again if i'm jumping the gun just call me out on it it's you're getting used to the fact that you've made you've turned your life around and you've made it something really good and it's still a struggle but it's but again 
it's not as it's not as um, extreme as overcoming a drug addiction. It's not as extreme as being homeless. It's not as extreme as uh, as the things that some of the things you survived. So it's like it's figuring out how to write about the things that now that are authentic to you, but in a different way. Is that am I am I? Yeah, no. Am I on? That's on you're, you're on point. Yeah, and um, I I think I'm like figuring it out, and uh, it's I think like everything is. Uh, it, there's never like a perfect balance with anything, and so like I'm always like, either like like recently I've been working so much, and like I've had very little like balance for anything else and then like and then there's times where like i'm working on music and and not working as much and it's just like i'll literally be just writing songs for days and i'm not even like leaving my room and i like feel so like spiritually like connected and like like creatively like but then like i almost like don't even know how to communicate and talk to people because I'm like so in that. And so it's like, it's always like trying to balance and like there's never gonna be like that perfect. Uh, oh no. Like, and so it's just like kind of, I feel like things are like starting to fall into place right now where I'm like starting to, I, I just moved recently too. So like, I, I think I've been here at my spot for like a month. And so like, I'm starting to like get, like my routine down here because everything shifted and like and like what that like looks like for me and that always helps me to like be able to create more even when I have limited time because um, you know like there's a lot of like little stuff I have in my routine that like I do because it helps me creatively uh, like I I try to do um, I don't know if you ever heard of the book The Artist Way Yes. Yeah, so like I started doing that, like I probably started it like six months ago. I've only done like the first two weeks of it, to be honest with you. But like I, for a long time, I was implementing the like morning pages part of it. And like that was like super helpful to me. And like I'm trying to get back into it. Like I just started doing it again recently because it's like super helpful to me. And um, I do want to get back into doing like the work in the book because it's like it's really like eye opening. Um, and that's like some stuff that like, I feel like will help me like evolve like creatively as well. And so it's just like making the room for everything. And, um, and then like working out, like I, I work out a lot and, because it helps me so much when I'm on stage, it helps me so much with singing and like in songs that I want to like rap faster, like it gives me way more range with that. And so, um, it's just like kind of making sure I'm doing all that so that I am ready to do whatever it, 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 it sounds like you had a period of adjustment and now you, you you're you're coming back to that place where you're like you're ready to go again is that am yeah. i right yeah that that's it too like i i also like a month and a half ago i had a bunch of like dental work done and so like i couldn't even like record or like perform for like a good month and so like now i'm like going through all these adjustments and I'm like getting to that point where I'm like, okay, like now it's like, I can go back to like being like on with this again, you know? 
Yeah, that's and, I, and you're excited. I can tell. So I'm gonna ask a little bit about your work about your workout routine, and then we're gonna, we're gonna get to we'll get to your music, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. You've been right. a wonderful sport so far, but um. So here here's the here's my my question. So like when you work out, is it like weightlifting? Is it like aerobic? Is it like MMA? Is it like what like what do you do? Like what what what, what, what what's a lot of I do a lot of cardio. Like that's like what I mainly focus on because like I like to do the stairmaster at the gym a lot. Like because that like um, that helps me a lot with like my breath and like I so I like to like do like high intensity on the stairmaster and like go like really fast for a little bit and then like back down to slower for a minute and then back up. I like to do that. Like that helps me a lot. And then I also. I do weights like a little bit, but I don't like overly do them. I probably like only do them a couple days out of the week. So, so you can't lift me over your head and spin me yet. No, probably not. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's cool. No, I. So for me, I uh, I used to work at it. My day job used to be a, a warehouse, and I used to like put all the freight into trucks and stuff like that. So for a long time, I didn't want to work out because. It was like, why? Yeah. I already left a shit time. Now I'm <laughs> yeah. at that. I was like, why am I? Like, why would I even work out? But I, because I would lift, I on average, I, I figured it out. I measured it like somewhere between ten and twenty thousand pounds a day. So after 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 you do that for a while, you're like, I don't really wanna do this this much yeah. anymore. No, right, right, right. I don't really feel like lifting. Right. So, um. But, but now I'm at that point now where it's like, okay, I, 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 I'm becoming middle-aged. I'm already a little crazy. I probably should work out a little bit more. So I'm probably going to be do. I don't know if I'm going to go full weightless. Like for me, I think swimming is like the natural balance between, between it. So get myself in like a decent, decent swimming shape at least. Now I'm probably going to touch weights. I, I do see myself doing it because there is something about honest work. Like I will say this. I love the the on like honest work feels good right it's that ache is almost like yeah right if it, it feels very sad like the ache feels satisfying so i i'm not opposed to it like i'm really not it's it's more along the lines of okay i i i i'm middle-aged i don't want to kill myself i don't want the biggest frame in the world i don't want muscles on my muscles on my muscles on my muscles yeah. because 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 that, that I, I'm lazy and and older, and I don't want to carry all that weight. Because at that, that that you know, at the, it's like yeah, I'm big, but also like I can bounce around, I can walk, I can run. I'm, I'm mobile still, so I kind of want to keep. I want mobility and a little bit strong, more strength and a little bit more discipline. Yeah, there is like it's good discipline, right? So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, uh, and so I'm I'm when I'm getting ready to go on the road, I'm going to be like joining the gym and I'm. Gonna, you're like okay, I'm gonna get some muscles on my muscles. I'm gonna get to the point where maybe I can I can I can lift people over my head and spin them a little bit, but only a little bit. Yeah, I'll just down a little afterward. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I've amused you, I can tell. So, um, okay. So, when was your first? When, so you've been doing this for four years. So you've had three albums and did I get this right? An EP. Yeah. So three albums and an EP. So you 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 you've been you've been drilling this pretty hard. 
I guess I guess yeah. it's actually only. I'm trying to think. Okay, so 2021 is when I put my first album out. Is at the beginning of 2021. So I guess it's only been like so three two years. years. No, two, two years. That's it. Yeah. So was it early 2021? Was it early 2021 when it, it came was out? Early yeah, it was early 2021, and uh, I think it was February. I dropped my first album on Valentine's Day. Okay. It is. It is legitimately just two and a half years. Yeah. You dropped your first one on Valentine's Day. Yeah. When did you drop your second one? My second one I dropped in January 2022. And then I dropped my third, like, I think it was like the day before Halloween last year. So, and you might release another one before the year's up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to release another one before the year's up. Yeah, okay. So, so okay. So, how, on each album, what, at least 12 songs or more? Yeah, I think uh, my second one only had 10. And then I want to say there was like 13 or 14 on my last album, the one that won the award. And then I think it was like 13 on the first one. Yeah, so, so, so basically, so basically, oh, and I just say I, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at your uh, Facebook page with your with your rap reel right there. So I have to go listen to that when it's all said and done. Um, but it's like you've done three albums worth of material. The biggest impression I've gotten of you to, like, in this conversation in the area is you want this. Oh yeah. Like you I really want, want it. it. Yeah. 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 So you're gonna get it. You're going to get it. I think you're gonna. So, can I may I offer two little two little pearls of wisdom before before you before you uh, become rich and shameless? Well, I, I realize you might be one of the two already, but definitely rich and shameless. So, yeah. first, I don't know what your you sounds like you've got a good group of people around you, right? Keep them. Yeah. Uh, when you when you find success, when you find that success you're looking for, right? Make sure that the people around you, like, make sure that the good core people that are helping that helped you get this far, yeah. are 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 still somewhat part of your life, right? They're if they, especially if they're helping you succeed. Yeah. Because you're so again, you, you're seeing this now. It the, the hardest thing about success is staying hungry. And staying and in, in, in writing when it's not comfortable or easy. But when things are good, it's hard to to find that material and that and the energy. So find people that can help bring that out of you. But also find people with, and this is the hardest part. This will be the hardest part of this business for you. Finding people with your best interests at heart. Yeah. Right. That that's going to be the hardest thing. If you can find that, okay, because you're gonna go up, right? And there's gonna be a period, and then you're gonna come down again. Like, like every artist has that moment, like their their moment in the yeah. sun. Then they're gonna have that moment when they're not in the sun as much. So, when you get there, find the people that will help you maximize your opportunities when they come. Because you. I don't want you to be Drake famous. I'm not wishing you on that. You wishing you that. Yeah. But what I am wishing, what I'm wishing for you is that when you get those good things you've worked very hard for, 
you can enjoy them first and foremost. And that when that time is done, right, you don't have to struggle the same way. Yeah, that's what I wish for you. And good luck. And honestly, good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah. I hope I hope you don't mind me blathering on and on about that. But anyways, um, yeah. So I think we have an interview here. What do you think? Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. Okay, so you should plug your album or uh, your most recent EP release. Or yeah, you probably should do that because you just released it. So yeah. So um, tell about my, it. my most recent uh, EP uh, was called Diamonds. Um, I think it's definitely the the best work that I, that I've had done so far. I was about to do a full album with it and I ended up just dropping like the best songs on it. And so it's, um, it's, it's really good. Uh, my name's Katie LaDoves. Uh, I'm everywhere on Spotify, Apple music, uh, YouTube. I'm dropping a new video on the 29th. I'm going to drop this song called trust me. And, uh, I have a few reels of like clips from the music video up and, um, I'm really excited about that one too. And so I'm dropping that on the 29th and I also have a show on the 29th. If for anyone in San Diego, it's gonna be an OB. Um, yeah, so check me out. My Instagram is at Kayla Dubs, K-L-A-D-U-B-Z. And uh, follow me on there and you can see when uh, I have new shows coming up and like all my new releases and stuff. So hold on a second here. I, I, I'm, try I'm trying to be cool here before I go. So first things first. <laughs> That's your YouTube channel? Yeah. I just subscribed to it, by the way. But All right, uh, uh, So, oh, yeah, Instagram.com. Yeah, you, you'll, see, you'll, you'll see me. Uh, Katie LaDubs is your Instagram? It's at K, uh, just K LaDubs. So, just the letter K and then LaDubs. Oh, hold on, let's see. Let's see if, did, I, did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. I Got that right. They gave me an award for this, Katie. They gave me an award for this. <laughs> so I want to thank Katie very much for actually being, no, she was very gracious to me today. I, I double booked myself just to let everybody know, ladies and gentlemen, she was really nice enough to give me an extra hour and a little bit to come on. You have a great story. Like legitimately, you have overcome a lot and you should be very proud of who you've become. Thank you. Honestly, legit. Yeah. So check out her music. I'm going to be checking out her music because I'm, I want to finally be cool and stuff like that. So that, that, that yeah, that's what I'm working towards. That I interviewed with the person had no idea who I was. So it was, uh, yes. It yeah. was, it was, well, it was I hope so great to you. Yeah. I, oh, I, 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 I'm very talented at making an ass of myself. It's very, yeah. But also great to actually get to know you. So like again, you should be very proud of how far you've come. Like honestly, yeah, thank you. a lot of people. The bit, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, folks, I am taking my show on the road. This is my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/justjustinpodcast. There are there short story. There's stories up there, but there are also shows up there. I've already done my first few shows. Another one's dropping tonight. I there. I also have a show. I'm actually did a new show is debuting. I produced called Healing Hands. It is a massage therapy education show. You should definitely check it out. It'll be on the Healing Hands YYC YouTube channel. Go check that out. 
And as Kayla Dubs, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, I am doing a drink and draw with an old buddy as we, as I keep winding down the show. So for everybody watching, everybody listening, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Stay inspired. Keep shining in the dark. And I'll see you next time. Starting with episode 1011, the, the Twitch era of the Just Joshing podcast is officially over. We are now in the midst of a transformation to a travel show, the Twitch travel era. 1011 is my first travel show. Barb Sim is my guest. There's going to be a variety of these things. Now, if you want to see all the travel episodes well before they ever come out as officially part of Kenan on the show, check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Five bucks gets you access to all the interviews up there so far. There's a bunch of them up there that are going to be coming real soon. More are going up there right now, including SDCC. So if you are interested in supporting the podcast, the best way to do it, if you got a couple bucks, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Healing Hands airs every Monday on channel Healing Hands YYC. Hosted by Chanel Bostic, Healing Hands is a massage therapy education show in which Chanel shows you exactly some massage techniques, how to heal, and the basics of getting started. Check it out every Monday at Healing Hands YYC. Click on the link below to subscribe. Josh. Josh.